Welcome to the Developer Spotlight on the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. In the Developer Spotlight, we sit down with VR industry professionals. This week, Jay and Nat, we're sitting down here with Roy and Gall. They're from the VR company Argarium. They're making the game rival rides. You might have seen it out there. Thank you so much, both of you, for coming on. Thank you for having us. Yes, we're so excited. But we got to say thank you, of course, while we're here to our sponsor, Asterian Products. They make great VR, AR headset stands, mats, accessories. If you use code FULLDIVE10, you're going to save an extra 10% on us on Amazon. So we're excited to have you both here for people out there who haven't heard of Rival Rides yet. How do you describe this game? Right. So basically, Rival Rides is a VR party game based in a theme park. And uh, each one of the attractions in the park is basically another game. Each game is like really unique and has really different mechanics from the other. So it has a lot of experiences in one uh, VR park. With that said, we have like a real big lobby. So this is basically the park itself with a lot of uh, social features inside. And basically, the last update we did to the game, which we'll talk about later, but the main focus was the social experience in enhancing it. Um, and we took it to a next level in this update. Basically, it's a VR party game in a theme park and uh, has a lot of unique experiences. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've seen some footage so far. It's looking good. Thank you. So we saw Rival Rides just released in January on App Lab. How has the audience received it so far? Yeah, so in January, we did a soft launch to test the ground and see what's working and what, what not working. We started with a soft launch of the game. We got the first initial players in, uh, in our community test the game and uh, give us some feedback and uh, learn from their experience and capture all the bugs that we can. So this is basically was a, a trial run for the game. And we learned a lot from this experience. So basically all the things we've been working on since then is based on users' feedback. And we think that with the help of the community took it to the next level in this update. Yeah, awesome. this is basically the launch. Can you kind of give us a quick hits, maybe go back and forth each of you and give us, you know, what are all the mini games in a quick synopsis? Like what are the different things people who are out there they're like, oh, should I pay $10? How do you convince them? What are the little games they get to play together? Yeah, so <laughs> the first mini game, mini game we will talk about is the Foodland Code. So basically it's a cooking game. So you with four players entering into an arena and you make a dishes to a customer. Customer. So there are a lot of options, a lot of dishes to make, but there is a one twist. You get abilities to slow down and sabotage other players. So while friend is making a hot dog, for example, you can take a tornado, throw it him, and the tornado will blow everything in this stand <laughs> to, the, to the air. Yeah, or you can take a shrink ability and shrink the other player while he's making his dishes. And he will be little tiny, and while he is tiny, he needs to grab and eat a mushroom to grow back. So there are a lot of abilities to sabotage each other. So that's the real aspect of the game. So it's not a cooking game. It's like more of a sabotage game in a team of a cooking yeah. game. It's like Mario Kart cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, this is a good, really good description. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do have another game, which is the Cosmic Land. This is the Zero Gravity Sphere Arena, which basically is a, a deathmatch in space. You spawn with a laser gun, and there are grenades all around the arena, which you can grab and throw at each other. And there's a twist. So you start, of course, shooting your friends, but after a minute or two inside to the into the game, a huge hydra spawns into the middle of the arena. So... 
this is where you have to decide. Do you take out the dragon together or do you keep shooting your friends? The players have a decision to make here and the dragons give a lot of points to the players. So they do have to, to take that into account whether they want to shoot each other or to get more points for shooting the dragon. Yeah, but sometimes they will betray each other. It, uh, each, each other, other. Yeah. yeah. And will say, let's kill the dragon together and then <laughs> shoot the dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, this is something I, I, I don't think I've seen it in other... Uh, of VR game, but uh, one of the things that people really like to do in uh, the Cosmic Land is steal each other's weapon. So mm. basically, you can uh, fly to from behind someone and grab their weapon while they're uh, flying into in the arena. And uh, it's something that gets like really funny emotions from people. And you just <laughs> grab the weapon and shoot them with their own weapon. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so the game is all about fun and, and chilling and like the interaction between people. This basically was the vision, so yeah. Yeah, and the third game is the Earthland Rides. So the Earthland Ride is basically a roller coaster style game, but it's not like a real roller coaster. It has like six rails where players spawn in a cart and they have two revolvers they can use to shoot coins and diamonds in the while driving. While they're driving, they can also move rails with uh, shooting uh, rail switches and switch between the rails. And they have like dead ends, which when they bump into, they fly out of the game. Yeah, and the first player among the four getting uh, more coins yeah. for each uh, diamond and, uh, and coin he shoot. So and player can grab each other with a grappling hook. So if you are first place, I can grab you, uh, pull you, pull you back, and uh, yeah, progress. Uh, yeah. So you basically need to be a good shooter to to get the coins, but you also have to keep a good position to get a, a good score multiplier for basically getting more points for your diamonds and coins. With the grappling hook, it's a real twist to the game. Also, always these opportunities to sabotage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why it's called rival. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> rival right. So rival and right is like right in a team park. Yeah. <laughs> and the last game is the Haunted Land. Uh, the Haunted Land is basically like a haunted ride with enemies that attack you in different ways. In your cart, uh, you have two buttons in front of you. So one can activate a shield around your cart, protect you from the projectiles of the enemies. And you have a deal with the devil button. So basically, this button gives you a random weapon. And this weapon can be good or it can be really bad. So you can get a fruit basket to protect yourself. But <laughs> I don't think that's really helpful. And you can also get uh, like good weapons, like an SMG or, M or uh, an M16 uh, sort of weapon, which you can uh, really uh, get more points with. And then there's a twist where the genie spawns and the genie is a big boss. Basically, to shoot the genie, you have to operate because you have to shoot four points in the genie in a short amount of time to get the genie's power. And when you get the genie's power, the player who shoots him last gets his abilities, basically. So the genie has four abilities, so he can handcuff other players. So basically their arms are stuck. He can give fruit baskets to the other players. He can get their health points down and uh, really get them to get out of the game. And uh, he can uh, spawn flying goblins in front of them to slow them down and uh, really interfere with their vision. <laughs> While some player will uh, grab the SMG and not switching it all the game, other players will get the genie uh, abilities and give them fruit baskets. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so in every game in Ivory, there is the sabotage aspect, aspect in it. Yeah. 
so fun. That really adds to it. And I think that's like what you were saying. It kind of brings out the kid in everyone because that's how, you know, that's that's what kids do. We like rival. Uh, Yeah, what brothers do? Fight together. (laughs) Fight each other. (laughs) We're at launch. It's still last I checked said it's early access on Steam. Is that correct? Um, Actually, we changed it. Oh, awesome. We feel like uh, the past months really got it to a level where we're satisfied with what we've reached. And uh, we took it out of early access like a few days ago. Yeah, we fixed most of the bugs. And now the experience that we give to the player is way more smooth than the beta test we did. Yeah, Yeah, we got, of course, the Oculus version, the standalone version. Uh, We think we got it into really, really optimized performance level and really good graphic level that we're really satisfied with. This was a big emphasis of the last update with all the new features added. It's called the Park Pinnacle update, uh, the last update we, we made, and it has like many new features. So we added a global leaderboard, which was missing and players requested. We added a lot of social features for the players, such as emotes, so they can buy dances in the game. Nice. So their character can dance. Of course, it's hard for the character to dance as it's you are the player. So we made it the camera jump out and show you your character dancing and mm. with all the environment around you. And we think this really took the social experience in the lobby to Yeah, so we focused more on the social aspect of the game. So we, as Gaz said, we improved the lobby, the size and also the features. We added drawing boards, we added music zones, so we added a lot of zone inside our lobby. And from the lobby, players are jumping to the games we have in Rival Rights. So basically, it's a chill-out place uh, where players can just uh, hang out before they even start the games themselves. The map itself, we really expanded it, took it to a whole new level with what it was before because really players requested it and that's what we did. Awesome. That's great. So we we watched our friend Rex Reality, aka Killer X, try the game and the full body avatars really look great and they make the experience a lot more immersive. Do you have any idea why so many social experiences ignore legs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It, I have it, the perfect answer yeah, for it. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the real answer is the hardware we have currently in the VR gaming space. So yeah. the Oculus 2 is really, really limited. limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can't, so we as a VR company that want to make games, we can't go all out. Yeah, all out mm-hmm. with the graphics and with full body avatar and with a lot of features, we are limited. Uh, in terms and, of hardware. Yeah, in terms of this. But we really wanted to create full body avatar in our game because the social aspect is it give to the player. So if you will try our game and you will enter the lobby and both of you are with friends, you will notice how the face and how the body is like improving the interaction with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. so basically in the last update, we also added talking animations for the mouth. So mm-hmm. when the players speak, it moves uh, according to their talking. And uh, this also gives the experience a much more uh, social and feel way better feel when uh, speaking to someone. And uh, with the full body avatar, it's something we worked like months on to get it just to the point where we're satisfied with it. Of course, this character, uh, which is called the Bloop, 
basically. This is the name of our character. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he's a really unique character that you don't see like in a regular uh, VR game. We worked hard on it because we feel like in VR, you want to experience something out of this world. You, you don't that, want to be yeah, a human. human. You want to be yes. something different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's why we created a bloop. So when you got you get inside rival rights, you became bloop and you play as bloop. And if you look at the face of the character, it has like a lot of characteristics with big eyebrows and mm -hmm. uh, really big eyes. We did that because the facial expressions we can get out of the character with that is really cool. And this is where the emotes we made really pop out, where you see the character with all the, the emotion around it. And it just gives a really good feel for, for the game. For sure. That is so important, especially um, when the focus is social interaction in a game, having those facial expressions and the mouth moving, that really adds so much. And having legs, yeah. amazing. We don't see that very often. So we appreciate <laughs> all the work that you put towards that for sure. Yeah, and the legs themselves are also even harder because we also have a, one of the games is Zero Gravity Sphere Arena, where the legs have to move according to zero gravity physics. It took a lot of work to get the legs to the final position where we were satisfied with the movement. Like you probably played Echo Arena where the, the, the full body avatar really moves when you fly with the body. We really worked hard on it as well to get it to a point where it's really, really accurate. So... When I first heard about this game, I went and looked it up and I'd heard it was a party game. And when I f the first few seconds of the trailer with the way the bloops look with the cosmetic costumes that came on, I kind of thought for a second this was trying to be the Fall Guys of VR. But as I've seen more about it, checked it out, it feels a lot more like Rec Room. It's more like a social app and experience that also has these mini games to play. So I wonder, how do you feel about that? Is it something you might retune and start to call it more of a social app? Or do you want to keep that party game feel? I think when we first started the game, uh, it was supposed to be more of a Mario Party style game where you have a lot of games and you can play and uh, just get a lot of unique experiences. Yeah, and the a game where you can jump with friends, you friends you already know, and just having fun. If you want a casual play, you all you all play in a casual way. If you want to be competitive with each other, you can you can be competitive. When we initially designed the game, that was our aim. But as uh, we progressed and uh, saw uh, the players' reactions, they loved the character so much that we had to improve the social interaction with it and improve the chill-out area, which is the park, before the games themselves, because we just felt like there isn't uh, an experience like that that brings all these emotions out of the character. And in Rec Room, we've played it a couple of times, of course, and it just doesn't feel like you have that same connection. If you play the game, you will really experience it and uh, feel it. So this is basically where we started and maybe we took a bit of a shift, but we're still going in the same direction. We want to keep adding more games and adding more experiences inside. With that being said, we still uh, plan to improve the social experience even further. I can see this heading to Towards that, uh, there's other games out there too. You know, Gorilla Tag it was tag, but people hang out, they chat, they just mm -hmm. do stuff. I think VR has such a social nature to it yeah. that a lot of games that we think are gonna be just games all of a sudden become these social experiences. The other side of that, though, is a lot of times those other ones that social experiences are free to play; they're free to get in. So, how do you yeah. think if people start to see this as that your game costs ten dollars? Do you think that might affect its success? We we think that ten dollars is a reasonable price for 
uh, a VR game. We've worked really hard on it. It's like mm -hmm. two years in development. Mm -hmm. And of course, we have a lot of server costs and without in-app purchases right now. So mm -hmm. to maintain our costs, we have to get to a certain price point. But we can see a future where uh, we switch to in-app purchases like the other games do. Mm -hmm. But that that is something that we'll have to explore in the future. But right now, we think that it can do really well with $10 as well. Because it's not a high entry point, mm -hmm. we think that it gives players a really unique experience. These other games don't really do. They they do have a lot of strengths of their own, but our game is different. Yeah, I agree. And it's a tough call, I think, for any developer to make that choice of, do you make the game paid or do you make the in-app purchases? Because you get that huge player base, but you also get all those people that look for the free games and are uh, very young yeah. and sometimes <laughs> very annoying. <laughs> so I appreciate that there's a little bit of a price barrier to slow that side of it down, but I know that's tough for developers to decide on. So I feel you there. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, your game's been out for a little bit. Your rating is sitting at about a 4.1 on App Lab with just 16 ratings so far. 4.1 is not a super high rating. It's not bad, but the interesting thing about it when I was digging in, you don't have a single one-star review. Not a single one person has given you that worst review score in there. I was wondering <laughs> That's if you had rare, any. Honestly. It's very rare. It's usually <laughs> like 60% five stars and like 30% one stars and everything else lands in the middle. I wondered if you had any ideas from the community how you ended up with that. That's actually interesting. Of course, most of the reviews there are really old from the January soft launch. So mm -hmm. they're not really accurate to what the game is today because it's been updated. Even when you don't like the game itself, most people appreciate uh, the hard work that it took to mm. get to it because it feels really good when you enter it. The development side of it, we think, was really done in a high standard. We feel people appreciate, even though they didn't like the game, essentially. And it's 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 okay because not everyone likes every game. And, and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and we think that every player can relate to one of our experiences in the game. So we have four games right now and each game is different. So if what, someone wants to play like a cooking game, we had the Foodland Court. It's not like just a cooking game. There is a twist there, but you can play that. And if you want to be to play shooter, we have the Cosmic Land. So we have different experiences so players can relate to at least one of them. We've got the great like development side of the game. We have kind of something for everyone in it. So I think that makes sense. Like there's a lot to enjoy and there's probably not going to be a lot of people that are, you know, giving it a one star review because they can find something within it, you know, that yeah. they enjoy. And also I think people really appreciate being able to have legs in games. And those really emotion, like emotive faces, that's really something you don't see a lot. So, you know, nice. even games that are more realistic, it's like, you know, this realistic avatar or something, but it's just like, like blank face yeah, the whole time. Yeah, which is stuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say that every player that got in the game, even if he didn't like the game, it's like, he loved the avatar. He loved the avatar. <laughs> and also what I wanted to say is getting out the child inside of the, yeah, inner, yeah, it, the inner child of every person. So everyone, mm -hmm. I didn't see one person that it didn't get out the inner child of, of him, just yeah. hanging out in the lobby and playing the game. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think that's one a big uh, aspect in, in Rival Right. Yeah. For sure. We saw that there's a lot of reviews saying that this game is great for groups of friends. I kind of wanted to know for those loners out there, are there any single player options 
or do you need to have a group of people to play the game? You can play, of course, in a public lobby where uh, you can find players that are not uh, from your friend list or, or some someone you know. But the game does have like sort of a solo mode, but it is sort of like a practice mode more than mm-hmm. uh, than a, like a campaign or something. We would recommend it to play it multiplayer to get the full experience because this is where it shines, basically. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people would probably rather play it that way, but you know, there's always those yeah. people out there, or those days, you know, where you're like, of I course. don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> but but we do have a community. We have like a weekly game night with the community, which is on uh, Friday. It is hosted by uh, VR Central each week. So yeah, we we do have a community that is uh, playing together, and uh, we do have competitions and uh, giveaways and events. Yesterday we had an event uh, with us. It's something we're building, and uh, we're trying to to get more players, of course. Right, but we have a good vibe in our community, and and people really play with it with each other, so they can go just go to discord and find players to play with yeah that's nice check out the discord everybody (laughs) find some new friends (laughs) awesome well thank you so much again for answering all our questions is there anything else we didn't cover that you'd like to share with our listeners so for the past uh few days we've started uh with the real launch of the game. So basically now is where we start to to really push the game harder. We feel that it's at the point that we are really satisfied with what we we have and we think it's a really good game to get uh, for players. Yeah, we just want everyone to know that Rival Rides is available and uh, we'd really like to see you in our park and we hope to see you guys there as well. Yeah, <laughs> we can emote. We can move our legs. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will have a lot of fun. Yeah. Sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we're going to make sure there's links in our description, show notes for anyone out there listening or watching. They want to come check out Rival Rides, hang out with us in there. Rival Rides is such a low price. We can't even give you a referral link and save you 25% off, though. That's <laughs> how low the price is on this. So it's worth checking out. Thank you both for coming on and chatting today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank yeah, you we so much. And remember, if you're out there listening, you can stop by the YouTube channel. You can see that we had to couple up over here on each side because my studio is ripped apart at the moment. I couldn't record in there. Uh, And of course, if you're here on YouTube watching, take us on the go, Spotify, Apple. We're even on Audible, which is apparently a big deal. I didn't know that's a big deal, but we're there. But we're here for you. And if you're thinking about VR and you've been looking for that party game, well, here it is for you. So it's finally time. Dive on in. Dive on in.